Good afternoon. Kurt Everson here in Snowy Pier with my report of legislative activity for week two of the 2019 state legislative session. So here we go. Um, Senate Bill 37, dealing with multiple employer health insurance trusts, um, as previously reported, this bill represents the work product of conversations that took place during the summer and fall of 2018 between staff from the South Dakota Division of Insurance and people representing various parties interested in the development and operation of multiple employer health insurance arrangements. Earlier this week, the members of the South Dakota Bankers Benefit Health Insurance Trust's Board of Trustees and the SDBA Board of Directors voted unanimously in support of Senate Bill 37. Following those votes, I asked a number of bankers from banks who procure health insurance coverage for bank employees and their families from our trust to contact members of the Senate Commerce Committee and ask them to vote in favor of Senate Bill 37. The SDBA testified in support of the bill during Thursday's committee hearing, as did representatives of other employer groups in South Dakota known to be considering the formation of such trusts, including dentists, chiropractors, farm equipment dealers, and credit unions. Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Dakota and Sanford Health Plans also appeared in support. Because the committee adopted a minor amendment to the bill, the independent insurance agents of South Dakota also offered support. No group opposed the measure. The committee voted unanimously to send Senate Bill 37 to the full Senate, and a floor vote will happen sometime next week. I want to personally thank every banker who answered the call to contact their legislators. Those calls and emails mattered because they reinforced what legislators heard in committee. Those contacts help put a real local flavor on what might otherwise seem to be an abstract discussion. Perhaps most importantly, those committee members can tell the rest of their Senate colleagues that this bill matters to bankers back home. I expect a very strong vote in favor of Senate Bill 37 by the entire Senate next week. As important as these grassroots contacts were in support of of Senate Bill 37, they will matter even more when it comes time to oppose the Business Development Bank enabling legislation that has yet to be filed. I'd ask that you please be ready and willing to answer that call when it comes. House Bill 1014 deals with the bank franchise tax and specifically the bill changes the order of priority for applying bank franchise tax payments. First to tax owed, next to interest, and lastly, to any penalties owed per South Dakota codified law 10-59-6. As previously reported, when our state's bank franchise tax was enacted more than 80 years ago, legislators had a different idea about priority for applying payments. Passage of 1014 puts the franchise tax on the same footing as sales tax, contractor's excise tax, and the like. I testified in support of House Bill 1014 during the House Tax Committee hearing on Tuesday. Members voted unanimously in favor of the bill and placed it on the House consent calendar 
where it passed unanimously without debate. So now House Bill 1014 moves to the Senate. House Bill 1015 uh, is an annual bill to sync cross-references between various parts of South Dakota's tax code, including the bank franchise tax, with the most current version of the Internal Revenue Code. Uh, and that bill received the same treatment as House Bill 1014. It passed unanimously out of the Tax Committee and the full House of Representatives and now moves on to the Senate. Senate Bill 29 uh, deals with unclaimed property. It was introduced at the request of State Treasurer Josh Hader. Uh, this bill proposed some rather minor changes to the internal workings of the Treasurer's unclaimed property program. Uh, uh, for several reasons and at the Treasurer's request, this bill was withdrawn from any further consideration during the 2019 session. I anticipate we may see a different version uh, in 2020. So we have one new bill to talk about this week. Senate Bill 51 uh, came from the Governor's uh, Task Force on Trust Administration and Reform. That task force has brought legislation uh, every year since then to make changes to South Dakota's uh, trust statutes. Much of this year's 10-section bill consists of housekeeping changes. Uh, Section 3 contains maybe the most interesting changes as it provides a means for a trustee to transfer or dispose of assets of a trust, which, for whatever reason, finds itself either temporarily or permanently without a trustee. Some of you may be aware that there are a handful of bills that have been introduced dealing with uh, changing how and where a person can carry a concealed weapon, a pistol. During a conference call on Tuesday afternoon, the SDBA Board of Directors adopted a, a watch position on these bills for the SDBA. Some banks, like other businesses, have adopted policies that restrict the possession of weapons on bank premises. Those policies may apply to bank employees, contractors, and visitors or customers alike. One of those bills, Senate Bill 47, had its first hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday morning. Referred to by some as constitutional concealed carry and by others as permitless concealed carry, this bill would repeal laws that require an individual to get a government permit to carry a concealed pistol either on their person or in their vehicle. South Dakota sheriffs and state's attorneys led the opposition to Senate Bill 47. No business group testified either for or against the measure. Senate Bill 47 was sent to the full Senate on a 4-3 to three vote. The SDBA, state and local chambers of commerce, and other business groups will be watching these bills closely out of concern that none of those bills trump the rights of private property owners to decide whether or not to restrict individuals from bringing weapons into their businesses, concealed or otherwise. There are several other bills of interest which I anticipate uh, may be introduced, and they include um, a, a bill about business development banks. The new news here is um, that while I've written extensively about um, the SDBA leadership's ongoing deliberation about legislation that would enable the formation and operation of limited-purpose, especially business banks in South Dakota, in December, 
Members of the SDBA's Legislative Committee and Board of Directors voted unanimously to oppose such legislation. The new news here is that an organization called South Dakota Business to Business Lending Group has registered a Fort Pier attorney to act as, it, as its lobbyist. I presume a bill will, uh, introduction won't be far behind. Regarding commercial property assessed clean energy programs, last year the SDBA successfully led the opposition to the establishment of local C-PACE programs in South Dakota based on problems experienced elsewhere in the U.S., primarily with poorly structured, poorly underwritten loans and high-pressure sales tactics employed by salesmen of energy efficiency improvement programs for residential properties. Late in 2018, SDBA reviewed a revised legislative proposal developed by CPACE program supporters. The revised pro proposal was less problematic than the 2018 version, but in our opinion was still not ready for prime time. I believe that Representative David Johnson, a Republican from Rapid City, intends to introduce CPACE enabling legislation this year. I have conveyed the banking industry's views and concerns to Representative Johnson. Once a bill is introduced, we will focus future discussion on specific operational concerns. Last item I'd like to talk about is, is confessions of judgment. As previously reported, confessions of judgment have been misused by some non-bank lenders and their collectors in matters involving small business loans in other states. During this week's conference call, the SDBA Board of Directors gave the green light to bring a bill uh, to prevent improper use of this tool in South Dakota. So stay tuned for more news on that front. I want to just close by saying thanks for your continued support for the work of the SDBA. As always, please contact me anytime you have questions or concerns. Thanks and have a great weekend.